0: Hey, hey, beautiful people. How are we doing? I am Anitra N. Lawson, storyteller, producer, educator, content creator. He is Dr. Andre Evans. He's a game changer, change maker, full-time goofball, and the brother I never wanted. We are the Savage Siblings, and this is the Savage Siblings podcast, where we are brutally honest, relentlessly transparent and unapologetically authentic. As always, we are so glad you guys are rocking with us. Listen, welcome back to part two. Yes, part two of Because I Said So. The last episode, we left off discussing a really interesting season of life. You know, when children become parents to their parents. And I know some of you can relate to that. So as we mentioned in that last episode, that part one, it got really good to Dre and I. And we chatted much longer than we usually do, which is so sad to say, but it's true. So this is how we got a part two that you're now listening to. But if you didn't listen to part one, I need you to stop. Got to pause right here, right now. Go and listen to part one. And this is so that you can hear the foundation that we laid about the stages of parenting, right? We talk about going from parenting your kids to coaching your kids to advising your you know, young adult children, right? We unpack the differences and similarities in between how siblings are parented different by their parents. Because Dre and I both had different approaches with our parents. And then how that impacts the way that we parent our children now as adults, right? So we laid a lot of foundation uh, specific to defining the cycles of life. We talked about resolving parenting issues and parenting styles and all of that leapfrogs into what we're going to discuss in this episode, which is part two of Because I Said So. So once you're all caught up, come back here so you can listen if you're ready. Without further ado, this is part two of Because I Said So. And the most important question is, hey, are y'all ready to get savage? Okay, good. Let's get savage. Um, I'll kick it back to you, brother. one of the things that, that we've been talking about is what, what I we kinda labeled the Thanos mentality. Uh right, in right. terms of just it, it being inevitable that listen, we gon', we gonna get old. Okay, y'all. Like right, I, I wish right. there was some <laughs> sort of limitless elixir. Some-
1: that we
0: we Mm could inject or take whatever. But I always say this, this joke is, um, it's, it's funny. I remember, you know, grandpa saying, I got to get ready for bed. And you know, when you're young, you're like, what does that even mean? Just go to bed, keep living, keep (laughs) living. Because I wonder why our mom would be sleep on the couch or grandpa would sleep on the couch. And I'd be saying, just go get in the bed. Well, here's the thing. As you get older, you can't just go get in bed. No, it you takes cannot. work to take it's your clothes off. You got <laughs> to go and take your denture. You got to go <laughs> and set things up for the next day. Like, you, do you sleep listen, on the couch? Because you like you'll to You'll start work. to
1: negotiate some things you can leave to the next <laughs> right? day. Like, do I really need to shower? Do I really need to take out these dentures? <laughs> can <laughs> I, I sleep in these clothes? <laughs> do I really need to brush my teeth? <laughs>
0: so it is inevitable that we are definitely, you know, we're all going to, Age, all going to get older. Uh, but you know, what are your thoughts, bro, bro, when it comes to this notion of transitioning and um, how our parents, you know, well, we got to know that they're going to need our our parenting, they're going to need our support. How do we handle the inevitability of getting old? Of
1: that, <laughs> you know, and and so I want to I want to go back to sure, sure. the resolving for a second in order mm-hmm. to move forward to the transition because oh my gosh, you you definitely hit such a poignant and important. Part of being able to transition that's to the caretaker and yeah. that is resolving parenting issues and yeah. parent resolving parenting styles because mm-hmm. if you don't do that you mm-hmm. can't even contribute to the transition right, right you that's good. if you don't resolve the issues both as a parent or as a child with your parent you can't even transition to the moment where you can healthy health in a right. healthy and well way right. be able to good. take care of of your parents and there's a term that um, psychologists use mm-hmm. called uh, parentification and, and mm. so if you if you think of uh, what is that what happens to oh petrify you know when a wood piece uh, when mm-hmm. a uh, a, um, a tree trunk gets petrified it's stuck mm-hmm. yep it's stuck yep. in this this state that's hardened that it there's no more life no more growth. Well, mm-hmm. so, you know, resolving, you know, parenting issues and resolving parenting styles is what actually keeps you as a child from being petrified or being yes. parentified, if you will. Yeah, that's um, good. Right. And and so so when we think of that moment, when we think of that resolving those things, you got to first think about the fact that, you know, well, number one, your parents weren't perfect. You're not perfect right. as a parent. Right. Yep. And and the beauty of that of that situation is, is there were times where we knew mom and dad weren't perfect, but because we had each other as siblings, we could push past emotionally, mentally, behaviorally, some of the mm-hmm. imperfections we saw. We could look at mm-hmm. each other and say, Yeah, mom didn't get that right. Dad didn't yeah. that right. But we could also look with each other and say, But hey, Nick, we'll get it right with our we'll kids. Right. So mm-hmm. let's let's push mm-hmm. past this moment. That's but good. some of the problem is is when the when the apology doesn't come, and apology can go a long way. I can't tell you how many times Danielle and I have had conversations where I've said, Baby, I'm really baby girl, I'm really sorry I wasn't there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and and, and that is what gave her the capacity to mm-hmm. allow me to parent her.
0: That's so good.
1: Right? Instead mm-hmm. of petrify her.
0: Yes. Yeah. because if
1: i I don't apologize if i don't if i don't acknowledge that i'm not perfect as a parent it petrifies mm -hmm. her and now and and i mean in every single extent of the word not only does it harden her to not want to give and risk and be vulnerable as a child with me she'll actually refuse the care that i want to give which means refuse the care that she may naturally want to give as my child so so you gotta be able to apologize, you gotta be able to resolve. But what happens a lot of times when parents don't do that is they mm-hmm. push their child into the role of a caretaker or the role of some of of a uh, kind of like a referee or 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 a peer with a parent. And 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 that's obviously that is detrimental to the relationship of the parent or the child, yes. right? Because when you push your child into being your peer, push your child to being a caretaker because you haven't resolved your parenting issues you haven't resolved your parenting style issues now all of a sudden your children are being developed inappropriately for 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 lifelong adult situations when we look at that parentification man we're looking at this moment where there's this life spectrum this life cycle and Mm -hmm. all you've done is you've caused hurt in different stages of your kid's life cycle Kids that are parentified, (laughs) they often (laughs) need all this kind of inner child work. And here's my example Mm -hmm. to that. Mm -hmm. When I finally became the father I needed to be for Daniela, she regressed. Wow. And went back to almost (sighs) five years old in her 20s. Because that's the last time she saw me. Operate as a father, and I missed so many years for so many reasons. I had to resolve that, and in the regression, I then had to say, "Oh, she's I." What I had to recognize is, wait, she's allowing me to be a parent here. So let me go on. Let me give. Let me let me (laughs) let me let me do it. Let me step up and be the parent I need to be. Let me step up and be uh and and help her through this season, this phase of me saying, "No, I am your
0: father." Can I just say something real quick here, bro, bro, just really quick. That's a huge shout out to any of you that might be in that position, right? The humility and the courage it takes that, yes, you might be 45, 55 years old when you have this resolve with your child, but parent, don't say you're too busy. Don't say it's too late. Don't say, oh, well, I missed the opportunity. When that opportunity presents, that's a gift from God and you step into it. And I just want to applaud you. Uh, for not allowing anything from your pride to fear to uh yeah, just that mindset is too you know it's too late. Like none of that seeping in. So just good for you. I just wanted to say that. So I'm going and, and
1: and but and here's and here's how that looks for those of you hearing this message in this moment. Before Daniela allowed me to step into the phase of parenting, she was a serious kid. Everything yeah. was serious. Everything was professional. Everything was stoic. Everything. Mm-hmm. When, I when I said, I'm sorry I wasn't there for you, baby girl. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but let's go do, let's do what we can now. Let's do, Oof, uh, okay. how did I put it? I'm sorry I wasn't there. And I would say something, y'all might laugh, but it was so great for the moment. But can we go get ice cream and talk about it right now? That's so good. Yeah, I, I, I want to make good. sure y'all heard what I just said. I feel that. Oof, can Jesus. we go get ice cream and talk about it right now? Mm, mm, mm. Can we can we can we go to the amusement? Can we go to? Can you meet me at Disney World and we can just hang, mm. right? Mm. So yeah, I'm doing good. these things, but and here's what changed in that moment. And here's why, Nikki. What you said is so poignant. Take the opportunity when they allow you to be the parent. Mm. When, if even if you haven't been, take the opportunity because Daniela stopped being so serious. I saw yeah. Daniela be the five year old girl, and then the six year old girl, and then the seven year old girl. And slowly she caught up to being where we were in reality. In other words, I saw her go from these grandiloquent professional words to this childlike laughing, playing in the rain, being silly. Being silly. And when she moved there, I remembered what it was like being a parent for Corinne and Corey. I got to be silly Mm -hmm. again. I got to be childlike. I got to be, and it wasn't a peer-to-peer thing. It was a, hey, I remember doing this with friend and Corey. We were doing things that Crenned Corey and I did when they were young and had yeah. a joy and it deepened our relationship. And that's yeah. why I said now at the end of my life cycle, Danielle's gonna look at me and my wife 100%. and be like, no, y'all living with me. Y'all 100%. ain't finna go to no, no, no home. Y'all mm-hmm. living with me. Mm-hmm. I'm finna, I'm finna take care of y'all. And, and don't get me wrong, friend, she'll be there. <laughs> she'll, she'll, yeah, right, right. she'll check in. Corey, yeah, Corey she'll be see. there. Yeah, <laughs> you
0: know? yeah 100%. But, but
1: it's because, yes, Nikki, you're so poignant when you said that. When they give you, when they show you that they're going to mm-hmm. allow you to be the parent, be the parent. Mm-hmm. When they allow you to move into coaching, be the coach. Yes. Hold no off the advisement phase as long as you can because that you don't want to miss those first two phases so yeah is it inevitable that's why i'm saying this yes it's inevitable you're going to become old one day and you're going Mm -hmm. to look at them (laughs) they're going to look at you and watch this based on how you move through those phases nikki talked about that's Mm -hmm. gonna let you know how your end of cycle your full circle uh how it's going to come to to fruition it's gonna let you know and 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 so then, from the kid point, so now I just talk from the parent point. It's inevitable, mom and dad. They're at the age where we're saying, "All right, I need y'all to think about what the next season of your life looks like." Which means, whether you like it or not, you're no longer independent. Yep. <laughs> you're you're no longer independent. Nope. You ain't finna just be living by yourself in an apartment, Dad. Nope. You know, mm-mm. <laughs> and, and 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 here's the thing. If he says, I'm going to go live with my siblings, cool. I know there's going to be a season where he can't live with them. All right, dad, now it's time. You know, now now it's time to come. (laughs) And and, and it's the thought process as a kid. And this is why I said it's so important that you let you operate in the phase your children are inviting you in. Mm -hmm. Because at some point, you're going to impact how they think of you when you're that age. And here's the thing. They can think of you as a burden. Mm. or instead they can think of their new role in your life as not necessarily parenting their parent, but instead they can think of themselves as a trusted ally and resource for your life becoming great at the end of life. And I think you kind of hinted on that earlier. Mm -hmm. At some point, when you balance out the relationship you, you need to have when you're walking through these phases as a parent, and when they mm-hmm. if your parents balanced it out with you at some point it's just like you said Nikki when you become the parent when the pa- when the child becomes the parent the child has to be able to say how do i make the best life the best, yeah. for my parent yep and i'm going to do it because it. they did the best life they could give me as they mm-hmm. operated uh through the different phases uh that 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 i allowed them into and so you don't, you don't, you don't look at it as a burden. You don't look at it as oh, I got to, I got to take, I don't even want to look at it as caretaking. What I want right, to look at is right. as, as, as I'm a resource for my mom and dad so that they can have yes. the best life they best can life. have at mm-hmm. end of life. That's
0: so and good. And that's why
1: I look at it. And, and the, and the other thing is, is, is that mindset promotes a healthier lifestyle, a health, uh, healthier lifestyle seven. overall. Yeah. And the yep. reason why it does is because when you think of it as a burden, when you think of yourself as caretaker, you mm-hmm. end up letting that role, caretaker, define mm-hmm. your whole relationship.
0: Your relationship, that is it. Oof, and we Jesus. can't
1: do that. That'll that'll wear you out. You'll get burdened. No, I'm gonna say, Dad, now that you with me, my wife, or or Daniela, I know her, she gonna say, mm-hmm. Dad, now that you and your wife are with us, it's time to make new memories. That's it's time so to make new yes. uh, goals, new life yep. achievements. It's yep. not time to look back and say, dog, I can't do this no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't do this. No, no, no. It's time to make new stuff. It's a new season, new yeah. stuff. And that's how I would be. And that's, and, and that's because that's the relationship that mom and dad gave us, right? Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I there are still things that I know mom wants to do. And I can't wait to have the opportunity. Maybe we could do some of those things together. But that's because when she was raising and rearing me, there was a lot of times where it was like, Andre, let's do something new. What do you want to do? And same thing with dad. Dad was always, because like you said, dad is always saying, hey, I just need you. I want you to live your best life. I'm here to support. I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. Whatever you can Mm -hmm. dream, get after that thing get after it get <laughs> after it so so yeah while it's inevitable
0: they're going to yeah. eventually
1: need us to raise them i think the mindset behind it i'm not i'm not a caretaker no i'm a resource and an ally so that my parents can have the best life they can have at end of life and i'm going to do it with we're going to make memories we're going to sh- we're going to make new moments that are going down uh to to just create this great uh, experience of life
0: I love it, and and I think it's for, it's fair to also just to acknowledge that it is challenging. Yeah, it um, is. Looking in, at that process and 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 recognize that and be okay saying, okay, this is not going to necessarily be as easy, but it doesn't have to be terrible or difficult or hard right. either. To look at my parents getting older, to look at myself getting older. Right. I know. I remember when our dad first, uh, you know, got rid of all his teeth and got dentures, oh and I just remember going. Is that father sitting at this family event? Did he just take them teeth out? His, he just took his and out. and started eating in front of everybody. <laughs> he and he got a, he had the nerve to get a corn on the cob or something. And I was like, you know, you shouldn't be eating that. <laughs> you should have went for the mashed potatoes. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> what is going on? And you know, you we laugh at it, but there's a moment when you go, whoa. I'd like mm-hmm. that's my dad. Like yeah. I, you know, mom for me growing up was Superwoman. Like right, point blank, period. Yeah. And it's tough sometimes for those of you who have moms and dads like that, that look Herculean, that look like, and then you kind of have to eventually say, yeah, she's super-ish woman. Right, <laughs> right. She, she's, she's slightly above ordinary she's, uh, woman. What do you
1: call it? <laughs> she's super adjacent.
0: <laughs> super adjacent. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, she's still dope, but yeah, I can see life is, age in it And so right. it's not easy to do it, but I agree. Yeah. I had a note here and I love that Brober already mentioned it. That, you know, two things. One, it's inevitable in terms of human nature. We also push against that aging process. I think this is the reason why, you know, you got men in their seventies that will still try to holler at a twenty year old. Right. <laughs> it's up to them. <laughs> like, girl, if you only knew I still <laughs> she, like, got hey, it. <laughs> like what? Like so we you ain't push got nothing but arthritis. This, <laughs> right? And somewhere. a prescription to Viagra, right? That's, right. Another <laughs> But that, so it is hard for us to kind of embrace it, but I love what you say about mindset. Mindset really does equip you to embrace it. And Bro Bro is right. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, you spoke about it from, I think, the standpoint of the child and, and, and not going into it as a burden, but taking it as more as a blessing. But right. um, it's even helping your parent have the mindset shift. Uh, you know, two, two quick things that, that I, you know, just want to point out, you know, our grandfather really talked to our mom when he was on his deathbed, you know, it was our grandfather, my mom's an only child and, uh, well actually, you know, she had two, two siblings, but they passed away. And then my grandmother and he, you know, grandpa was very, uh, hurt that Mm -hmm. he realized that he was going to leave this earth and leave his daughter and his mom and his wife. And that was very frustrating. So our mom talked about, you know those last days, him talking to her, and one of the things that he said, which I just thought was so profound, and it gave me so much perspective on how he was caregiving as a spouse, which is a you know a different role in a different episode. But he told our mom, you know, give give grandma the small wind.
1: Yeah, he said, yeah. this
0: is now this is a this is a man who I mean, what Dre? They were married oh, well man. over sixty years, right? Like yeah. sixty, I mean, yeah. decades. Marriages that don't
1: exist anymore.
0: That don't exist anymore. And he had, you know, walked through them both losing two children that died in my grandmother's arms. Uh, You know, her being highly intelligent during that generation and not being allowed to get past like a sixth or seventh grade education, always feeling very trapped. And so, you know, Grandpa said to our mom, she has had a life where she's felt slighted and cheated and, and, you know, right, wrong or indifferent. That's what she felt. So when he would give her little boxes of chocolates and things like that, mm-hmm. he was going after the small wins for yeah. that mindset, yeah, for yeah. the mindset. And, um, you know, for, you know, you guys don't know this, but our grandmother, she struggled with her weight, obesity, things like that. Mm-hmm. And from the outside looking in, we would be like, Grandpa, why you keep bringing her that pie? Why you right. keep bringing her that cookies? <laughs> right, right. But I never understood until mom, mom told me what grandpa said on his deathbed. And he says, she, she's not going to, you know, she's going for, give her the small things because yeah. so many larger things she hasn't resolved or she resolved and just kind of relegated to this is my life. So you right. do the small thing. So after he passed, our mother then set up family things where people come over and play cards. She made sure yes. the house was, was welcoming. And yes. that's about that mindset. That, you know, I'm also here going to, I can't, I can't parent her. She ain't, she ain't finna do nothing different from her diet. It ain't happening. She ain't finna take no coaching. So the best I can do is just kind of give her the small victories, open our house, bring family around. And I think that's so important for us to help our parents even have the best mindset. I, I used to do 5K runs and walks when I was in Florida. And me and some FAMU folks, we would do those as well And Bro Bro. We would run a little bit and then we walk. You know, we run a little right, bit and then right, we walk. Right. And so we were getting down to the end of this 5K. And now, mind you, we're in our 20s. There's a couple of professors probably in their 40s, and we're in a little group. I kid you not, I hear this kind of, you know, this, it wasn't really a super loud voice, but this man, he yells, on your left. Ninety-year-old firecracker coming through. Love it, and and mind you, we're kind of walking, and we should be running because we can see the finish line. And we all right. turn and brobo. Now this man is speed walking because he is ninety, or maybe right, older right. than ninety. Right now, it's not a beautiful, you know, like Hercules DNA type bro. Right, this right, is right. not someone that you could tell his whole family is is you know it's not there. No, he looks every bit of ninety there. years old, <laughs> but his mindset. That's when it. I tell you it parted the red, we all was like, go ahead. You deserve to go right <laughs> go ahead, on past Moses. Us. Go ahead, Moses. <laughs> and, it was, and he was just a trucking with his little speed walk. His little hips were just going as much as they <laughs> can. Right. And I said, now that right there, that's yeah. what I'm talking about, is that's yeah. that mindset. And so we have to, you know, encourage our, our parents as they go through it and ourselves too, that your mindset mm-hmm. matters. And you already mindset really pointed that out so matters. well. But help them also have that mindset of I'm a ninety year old firecracker coming through. He was like, "On your left." I love it. (laughs) We turned like, "What?" I love it. Come on, Captain America. (laughs) On your (laughs) left. (laughs) Come on, all right. (laughs) Make it happen. So, (laughs) so here's a great question, though, in terms of looking at you know the inevitability. So, you know, this assumes that we have siblings, but not always. But who actually gets to parent? Like, how do you determine? (laughs) Who should be or parenting or, you know, or coaching or advising? Who needs to step up? How does that, you know, how do we unpack that? You know, in my just very profound and
1: professional recommendation, I think what <laughs> determines that is um, rock, paper, scissors, right? Uh, drawing straws, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, any of those methods. Highly expert spine.
0: analysis. Highly expert <laughs>
1: opinion. <laughs> Any of those <laughs> will do. No, no I you know. I think best a lot out of five. Of best it, out again, five. <laughs> I <try it. laughs> Until I win, it's going to be the best out of Right. <laughs> Until I win. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, you know, I, I think a lot of it has to do with um which parent it is. Yeah. Um And now if the parents are married, then which sibling it is. And, mm. it, and this yeah, is what I mean by point. that. If mm-hmm. it's if the parents are not married, it's which parent it is. Then it's which sibling was closer to that parent,
0: has yeah. a better relationship a with that wow. parent. Look, poor um, Malachi. I, <laughs> yeah, right. Shout out to the only children. <laughs> I don't have that right. option. <laughs> right, right. <laughs>
1: Right, default. So default. We'll we'll re, we we'll refer Malachi to a different episode, a different podcast, like Savage right. Solo. <laughs>
0: like,
1: right, he can go default. listen to that one. But as for those of us who have siblings, we're Not in the right place house. for this conversation. So, you that's know, so I funny. I think that's what it is. Um, because because if we look at even our own situation, I think it would have always have been even when we joke and laugh, yeah. Mom would have gravitated towards you by your yeah. conversation. Dad yeah. would gravitate towards me by my yeah. conversation, yeah. right? We would never have yeah. to ask mom or dad. We would have just been like, no, nah, you got mom, I got dad. Because yeah. of our personalities and our relationship, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Now, had they been married, I think that would have been a different conversation. Oh, well, that yeah. definitely would have been a different would've conversation. Different. Sure. Um, and I don't know which way that would go. I think yeah. it would be, yeah. depends on which one has the most senility. <laughs> <Because> yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because whoever's the most
0: senile, <laughs> right, that's the one that's like, going to be the biggest
1: difficult,
0: <laughs> difficulty. <laughs> right. So in this that's case, when we intervene it, with the other spouse. Right, like, okay, right. what's the plan? <laughs> Depends on who got the most senility at that point. <laughs> right. I'm gonna hold him down. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> I'm if, if Dad is the most senile, I think they're both coming with you. If Mom is the most senile, <laughs> they might be coming with me because me and Dad can probably manage Mom. Right? <laughs> and if it's dead, all hands off. Everybody leaving. Right. So, so I, I, but no, it also No, I'm serious. Yeah. No, those are relationship type type issues. So I think in those scenarios, it really is about you know what's the circumstance. It's not cookie cutter. What's the circumstance? Yeah. Uh, which personalities get along better? Well, yeah. which relationship dynamics? Also, then which household has the greater dynamics for the need, oh, right? you
0: better teach, you better teach. Right? Malachi part, right? is
1: so enriched and blessed because Nana's there.
0: Yes, Danielle, Kren- Well, Danielle yeah. is an mm-hmm.
1: adult, but Prince Corey wouldn't have been impacted like Malachi is. Because they're so independent. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. <laughs> they'd have been like, Nana, can you go sit down? <laughs> can you, can you go <laughs> sit down somewhere? <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: And <laughs> hey, you get out of our day, Nana. Nana, can you get
1: out of the kitchen?
0: <laughs> Wait, I have to tell you the funniest story. Just just real quick here. When Nana went, she went to visit uh, Corey, Corinne, and uh, Katina for one of the holidays. But so she she gets up early. Nana's an early riser. And she's also loud. She just, the Dangerfield family, they just the don't know how family. to get the decibels of their voice right. And God bless my niece, Corey. She woke up like she was sleeping in the room, but Mama's so loud, her voice was carrying through. But because she was like Nana, you're my Nana and I love you. She was like, but if you weren't my Nana, I would have come out here about three hours ago and be like, please keep it down. <laughs> and I was you're like, right. I, was like, I said, yep. It's so glad that she doesn't live with her full time because uh, that would listen. turn into a full out argument. But so, she said, yes. because you're my Nana and right. I love you, <laughs> right. I just dealt with it for the last three hours. Yeah, your voice is loud. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> right. <And> see, those <laughs> are crazy. the dynamics I'm talking about. Like. Right. You know, <laughs> I'd have been, like,
1: for the sanctity of my home and peace with my own children. <laughs> right. Nah, ma, you got to go stay with Nikki. <laughs> like,
0: Mother-in-law, use... nah, cottage in the back. <laughs> right.
1: That's a, there's a, what do you call that? There's a pump tent in the back and an <laughs> air mattress. Right. That's what you can and do. And a hose. <laughs> right. To wash yourself off. That's what you get can some do. some water. <laughs> right. oh, I'll get you one of them it. solar panels that maybe generate some heat for you. But that's close to <laughs> getting, uh, because again, it's it's the dynamics of the relationship, it's the dynamics of the home, um, and the beautiful thing mm. though is, is Malachi is going to return that in kind to you when it comes time. Sure, really, sure. it really is, and that that whereas me, I already told you my situation. I'll be with Daniela. <laughs> the other <laughs> two going to dry. <laughs> <laughs> gonna leave me out to dry. They're going to leave me out to dry. That is well, what it is.
0: <laughs> let me add this, because this I this is really weird for me, especially because we've been talking about my da- dynamics with our dad. But I, I'm going to put this out there. Listeners, y'all can clap, clap back. Y'all can correct me. I'm, I'm open to it. I tend to believe that girls take care of their papas and boys take care of their mamas when we get to this space. And the only reason why I want to point it out is a lot of my my closest best friends, those from Kansas, those that are here, all... um. And they're not all actually daddy's girls, but it's just already clear. And then a lot of my 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 male friends who have daughters, like some of them were like going to their wives, like, no, nah, we got to keep going until I get a girl. <laughs> the a girl gonna take care of me at right. the end of the day." Like, <laughs> yeah, I got my boy, but I definitely need a girl, right? right and yeah. so it, it's funny as I listen to it from different aspects, I was like, hmm. But I find myself now, bro, bro, thinking about. I got to talk to dad. I got to see. Like, I find myself aware of it and open mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is this space in terms of just making sure he's good? We've already, you know, clearly articulated he is he is advisory all the way. And so that's kind of how we have to handle it with him. Right. But I tend to think that, yeah, that there's something about, you know, girls when it's healthy, when everything is healthy and dynamic, taking care mm-hmm. of their papas and boys, certainly looking out for their moms, because I definitely feel that way for Malachi and me. So what do you think about that?
1: I, I, I think your key there is when it's healthy. right healthy yeah Yeah. um but but then the question becomes statistically speaking when is it healthy right because i would tell you that the majority (laughs) of that in that scenario situation the majority i would say that girls have a tendency to want to take care of their dads and their moms boys have a tendency to not want to take care of anybody
0: anybody (laughs) all right so we want the listeners to let us know your thoughts on that for sure um, yeah. The only thing I would say I would point out is that there is also, um, and Andre kind of pointed this out in the last little piece about the honor, um, you know, and taking care of your parents. There's ser- some of us that have two things. One, some people really do just think it's an honorable thing. Like you value it. You, you think about the healthy uh, circumstances that your parents, the sacrifices they made, all that they sowed into you. And so uh, it is great, I think, when your mindset is about that honor. Because it also means you're not controlling. Uh, It also means you can really clearly delineate and and kind of differentiate when you need to parent, coach, and advise. And it also means if you have siblings, you're also not trying to dictate uh, because you're happy to contribute in whatever capacity that the season needs, understanding that it Mm -hmm. might shift. And so I definitely think for those of us that have the mindset about the honor and giving back to our parents, ideally when it's been healthy, it's easier. But even when it hasn't been healthy, Um, some of us just have that mindset. And the other thing is some of us are natural caregivers, naturally empathetic, naturally have the gift of help or giving, and it's innate in you. And so, you know, that's good. That means you can use that to also give that to your parents. Uh, You could use that to help a sibling that maybe is taking on the lion's share at a certain season to say, okay, well, how can I support you as you support them? And I definitely think when it comes down to who gets to parent siblings have to consider that, like, you know, is Dre better at managing finances? Is is Dre better at talking to dad? Is is he just a little bit more empathetic in that way? Um, Can he do this? And if so, let me allow him to operate in those gifts and find out where I can be supportive in a different area. Right. Um, But it does mean that you kind of set aside and really not set aside, but resolve any past that you can focus on, as, you know, as Andre already said, on really, um, you know, being a blessing there too. So, what about unique circumstances, Brobo, or any, or any thoughts you want to add there? Because sometimes, like yeah. you said, divorce, separated, etc.
1: So, so well, what I want to add to the uniqueness there is 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 you you one of the areas you also have to see. So, like in 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 life right now, you are at you as my sister are at a different season of life activities as I mm-hmm. am. And so right. what I mean, what I mean by that is, is this isn't the season for me to be taking care of a parent because I still want to travel. I want to, I want to, I, I, I have life things I want to do that require me to be away from the home a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so then what am I doing? Am I boarding mom or dad like they're a pet? Because, <laughs> like, like <Right>. <laughs> uh, you know, some places love three, please. <laughs> I'd love to <laughs> take them with me, but are they going to yeah. slow me down?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. So yeah. so I think there's also that life uh stage, life activity mm-hmm. stage that that mm-hmm. one siblings in versus the other. And that's not to say you don't have the aspirations of going, but you also have Malachi. Right. So right. that's so something you can't yeah. do. I'm yeah. a I'm about to be an empty nester. So the yep. world is wide open to me. Yeah. Yep. And 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 so there may be some things that I'm saying to myself, wait a second, I didn't get to do this while I was I raising Corinne and Corey, while I was parenting and 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 becoming a father to daniella but now mm-hmm. that i'm an empty nester there's some stuff mm-hmm. i want to do if i bring in a parent who i have to parent now mm-hmm. i can't do it right now mm-hmm. and so i you know sometimes it's it's what season of life activities are then will i always be That's that good. way no and you know 10 uh-huh. 20 years from now i'm like okay i'm ready to settle down and just i ain't ready to go anywhere well, yeah. ten years from now, if that becomes the case, then now I'm saying, "Hey, Nikki, you need a break." Yeah, yeah, you know, because then you're moving into empty nester.
0: Mm-hmm. Nikki, mm-hmm. you need a
1: break. All right, mm-hmm. cool. And and mom, <laughs> that's the other thing. Poor mom and dad. That's the other thing, <laughs> right, right. Like, wait, I'm settled here in L.A. Now I got to move to San Diego. Why? Cause I said so. <laughs> because I said so. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn <laughs> to go out. I'm going to be an empty nester. You've been going. What live about with your I, son.
0: <laughs> I I don't
1: hear no back I, I know I don't hear no back <laughs>
0: Pack your bag.
1: I know y'all don't hear no back talk.
0: He's sitting out on the front lawn with a one bag and it's it, clutching one bag, listen, just waiting to be picked up. Listen. Listen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and That's I'm so good. roll up whenever I get there, too.
0: Right. And you're going to wait, basically. <laughs> but you, you bring up a good point because it's two-sided, too. Like, the season that you're in, in terms of, right. you know, traveling and your empty nesting. But even what's good for the parent, which you kind of already said that, too. But, you know, this has been perfect for mom to kind of really spark a new season in her life. Because Ooh, yeah, you can yeah, get yeah. to late 60s 70s and you know when you're unmarried if you have you know a spouse that's deceased or whatever the circumstance and start feeling like okay this is kind of it and so it was a blessing for us too that she came and then now she's got a grandson that's a middle schooler yes, yes. and she loves education so all the people at the school know her and the PTA folks know her and I'm like look at mom up here with all these 30 and 40 mm-hmm. year old parents mm-hmm. and, and she's 70 plus and can run the building like and so that's what I love about the conversation of yeah. the unique, you know, circumstances of what makes the most sense in this season. And right. in this case, it's given her activity. She wasn't hardly walking when she moved here. Now she walks five miles a day. Absolutely. And that came from being connected to her grandson, to yes. me, yes. and that's the space that she needed to be in. And so I totally agree is that you have to really analyze it. And you already mentioned for health concerns, I always laugh at the fact that our, our grandfather, Built a like house long ramp for our grandmother because right. she was in a wheelchair. It's not just a ramp that's like a couple of feet. It was like right. the length of the it, side of the house yes, <laughs> because that's yes. how he could build it, right? But it again, it had to come down to this is what the need is to support right. you know this season of our grandmother. And so our mom understood, you know, this house has been designed for, you know for them in these latter years. I have another good friend who her parents don't want her to. Stay you know, air quotes, stop her life to take care of them. So Bro Bro, they purchased the house next to the house that they've lived in their whole life. Oh, wow. And they have spent the last 10 years designing it, retrofitting it for wide doors, all one level, and setting it up because their bottom line was, yes, daughter, we know you love us. Yes, we know you would drop everything at the da- you know, drop of a dime to come and take care of us. But we're going to, and this goes back to your point about when your children allow you to, well, the parents have to allow it too. And so their bottom line is we don't want you to parent or to coach. Uh, If anything, there's advisory. So we're going to do everything in our power to make sure that you can continue to live life. So they've got it set up that when they get to a point to where they can't take care of each other or themselves, they can literally move in next door to this home that's been designed for them. And then their main house is now open for them to hire someone that person can stay there and then help for them. And so, you know, it's, it is a, it's a family effort. It's a two way street. It's something that's broader, but if you're not talking about it, you know, you're not going to get to that, to that point. So, um, you know, how do you think parents, you know, or how whether do we parent or coach or advise once we have made this transition and now we actually are bringing them there. What are your thoughts on that?
1: So, 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 you know, that's where I think like it's, you know, each situation is going to be unique. So for us, Mm. right, you have the physical care of mom, but together we have the emotional, the mental behavioral care of mom. Right. Mm -hmm. So there, that's why I have to. That's good. So, so what do you do? Well, you know, we understand that, you know, Nikki, these are the things that you bring to the table as Mm -hmm. a village participant to raise mom. Yeah, that's good. That's so good. then Andre knows that he's got to check in with mom emotionally and mentally yeah. and see how she's yeah. doing. And I do. And 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 oftentimes I, you know, Nikki, I don't call you and say, hey, I checked on mom emotionally because that's, you yeah. know, because she may be saying I'm sick and tired of Nikki. So I'm not going to right. say that. <laughs> so, right. so I'm not going to tell you.
0: Help me. <laughs> right? right, right. So, like
1: so, so I check on her so she can pour out. So that then she can continue to have a daughter and I can continue yes. to have a sister. Right? Yes. <laughs> so, so I, I don't just, die. That's right. <laughs> so I just I check on her. But so that's what I bring to the table because I can't yeah. bring the physical environment mm-hmm. I bring then. So so it's it's what do you bring to the table now? Cause it's yeah. not just it's not just Nikki, you took on mom. Right. We did. I yeah, just absolutely. have a different role. I'm yeah. not just going to be the one that takes on dad. We're going to take on yeah, dad. Absolutely. You just have a different role, and absolutely. and 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 you know, we it's to me it's that life support, right? It's yeah. uh, you know, uh, it's it's uh, at some point we're going to have the conversation about you know the finances. We're going to have mm-hmm. the conversation about the health mm-hmm. decisions. We're going to have mm-hmm. the confer- conversation about again end of life care yeah. for both yeah. mom and dad. Yeah. I'll bring what I can to the table for mom. You'll bring what you can for mom. I'll bring what I can for dad. You'll bring what yeah. you can for dad. So it's yeah. it's a it's it's just bringing your absolute best to the table because mom and dad brought their absolute best that best. they could
0: for you. That's so good and
1: raising that's so good. and rearing. So so to me that's kind of it's it's not cookie cutter, but how right. do you do it? You you look at you you look at whatever the village. Everybody yeah. brings their best from the village, and, and I love we do it. What we and, can.
0: I would just add play to your strengths too. You know, like be yes. clear, Andre is definitely more parent coach oriented. I'm definitely more coach advisor oriented. And mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. no problem calling in for backup when when we made the decision. And I say we, we made it. He and I made the decision to relocate no, we did. our mom. We did. Yeah, I had been kind of seeing some things, was worried, was thinking yeah. about her living by herself. And so, but I'm much more of, you know, my nature is more advisory. I, so I remember coaching. what
1: it was. Yeah. is like you kept wanting to say, no, just let's just see how she does. Let's just see how she does. And I was like, no, nah, we finna take her to nope. this park. We finna sit her down and we finna tell her what she gonna do. <laughs> right. And that's exactly what we did.
0: And that's because, my point.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did like, no, nah, Nikki, Nikki would be like, no, nah, mom, you can make it there. You all right. You'll let us know when you want to know. I was like, nah, no, you ready I was now. advisor. <laughs> I
0: was like, you're going to have to get a dog an alarm. You need to get a gun. We're going to have, you know, I'm going through all the advisory things. And that's my point is. Play to your strengths. My brother has no problem when it comes to our parents and just saying, no, this is what it is. I'm going to rip the bandaid off and you guys are going to deal. And so I knew to call him. I knew I was like, hey, we got to figure this out because if you're seeing what I'm seeing, it's an issue. And I think that's the thing about when you're getting to these, you know, life support
1: decisions. I'm (laughs) going to tell you something. This is how you know it's time to parent your child. And I know I'm getting ahead of myself because the things you knew, Mom knew not to tell me.
0: Right, she wasn't telling you at all.
1: She knew not to tell me because <laughs> when you were saying no. some of the things, I was like, "What? You're- what? <laughs> like, yeah. What? <laughs> this
0: is happening, and you
1: noticed." <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. He was I, like, I was,
0: intervention. <laughs> intervention,
1: nothing. I was grabbing my belt. Right.
0: <laughs> like, you, you, you.
1: Listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she knew not to tell me the stuff she told you. <laughs> but uh, boy, look here. Look here. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and, think, and I'm the only tell you thing. Was, go, I'm ahead, go ahead, It was funny. Boy, oh, listen, because, you know, mom's a snitch, right? <laughs> I love the fact that you snitched on her. Oh, 100%. I love it. I love it. I'm, I know I, I know there were a couple of times in that conversation. She looked at you like, "Did you really tell him
0: that?" Oh, it was a whole thing. It was <laughs> kind of like, you, "I like, really I, I can't believe." That? And then we, <laughs> right. we had that silent, you know, car right. ride back home after the intervention it was meeting. So and quiet. It she was just so didn't, quiet. and you know, she talks. So for her <laughs> <Right>. not talking, <laughs> and right. I'm kind of driving, going, "So, what do you want for dinner?" <laughs> <laughs> She just, I don't she know, got, she's holding back the tears like she got <laughs> right. reprimanded. Whatever you want is fine. <laughs> look, look, like, oh, right, no. She's looking at you like I hate that woman. I hate that woman. <laughs> just like when we we're kids, like, like I hate her. She, she went straight, straight the to back- her room. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that woman. <laughs> yeah, because she
1: got it that day, boy. <laughs>
0: God. You got it that so, day, boy. You, you oh, have to, God. though. You have to. Le- and even if you don't have siblings, that's a cousin, that's a best friend, that's an, a pastor, a fr- you know, an extended person that can help you, you know, push through it. Because, yeah, at once you are moving into that space of parenting, ca- you know, coaching, advising, caregiving, mm-hmm. once they're with you, there's going to be lots of things. And like my brother said, it's not cookie cutter. But um, it's, it's definitely something that, you, you know, you, you just, you know, work through. So lean towards your strengths. Call for backup. Okay, are we ready to jump into the transformational perspective?
1: Yeah, transformational perspective. That that counterpoint, boy. <laughs> so so we're we're talking about you know all the things that that kind of point out the readiness to begin to mm-hmm. parent your parent, but the counterpoint is not every child is meant to parent or take right. care of their parent, nope. and nope. and and I and I have seen that in real time. I'm looking at some yes. forty or fifty year olds, and I'm saying, mm. yeah. Well, you should have grown out of that. Like, right, you know why you ain't got life together right now. Like, I don't understand how you can't even take care of yourself. I feel nope. bad for your parents. So now there's definitely this 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 evaluation that has because yeah, there there are some children that they are definitely not meant to parent their parent. That's They're they right. need to be picking up brochures to a really nice <laughs> Senior citizen community like really, and they work yeah. on their own
0: thing. And they work <laughs> just just come and on. Work man. on yourself. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's so true. It's like you you know, if you know you're still working on you, use wisdom and don't don't try to add do <laughs> add that it. to your situation. I also think there's some wisdom in, you know, if you don't I mean this is the reality. I'm just gonna say it. Some parents and children just don't get along. They just do right. not have right. the same value system. They are worlds apart in terms right. of just how things flow, and I think there's wisdom in saying, "Hey, I am going to help, but I am not going to try to take this on" right because uh, we don't vibe. And I mean, we can all right. think of exa- I and mean, I can think of a couple of our cousins where yeah, they got they grew up, moved out, and they just know I'm not supposed to really come back. We love each other at a distance, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, really di- discerning if that's where you are can be a good thing. And a lot of times, the parents know it too, so they will also won't choose it or won't won't think, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go stay mm-hmm. with Nikki." You know, we just have different values, we have different lifestyles, and that's been proven over decades, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing I want to say, and this is something that our mom had to really help me understand, which I don't know, I think you have a, a really good handle on it, but. Really also determining your capacity. I'm not talking about financially. Right. And I'm not talking about the fact that maybe you can't take care of yourself, right? Right. Or even difference in values. But if you know that at least in this particular season of your life that you don't have the mental, emotional stamina or capacity that literally you trying to take care of this parent or these parents in this season is actually going to deplete you. Then you're not going to be able to do it. And three Mm -hmm. people are going to get lost or Mm -hmm. two people are going to get lost. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really tough because we live in a society um, where we are, you know, and that's the reason why parents sometimes feel like they're a burden and they try to figure out how to not be, even if they're not, they can feel like that. Or even you as the child, sometimes feel like, I don't know if I can do this. And if you don't have the emotional capacity or the mental capacity, you got to be forthright about that and just say, Hey, right now I've got to support you in a different way right? because me doing this is going to take me out. And I, I didn't realize how much that was happening to our mom, even though she was honored to do, you know, take care of our parents and my grandparents until their death. Um, it, it was a lot. And I think it's a lot for anybody, but when you don't have the capacity, be truthful And, you know, find solutions, you know, to to do that. So any thoughts on that? And then the bottom line?
1: No, that actually connects us right to the bottom line, because knowing your capacity is what's most important. Now, if you're blessed to have a sibling, knowing your capacity does not mean that you're deficient or can't do it. Because even though mom is with you, you still have a capacity threshold and where your capacity ends, you know, Andre's capacity steps right in and fulfills. So that's one of the beautiful things about having a sibling is, is everybody knows what they can do. And I know we already talked about it, but that it's Mm -hmm. still true to form and it's connected to knowing what you can handle and where you stop and being able to make the call. Be like, Hey, your mama. Your mother yeah, come, come get, get her. your mama.
0: Come get your mother. <laughs> I can't.
1: Come get your mother. Listen. Come get your, pops. come get your mother. And 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 it can get to that point where I don't even question. I just, oh, okay, yes. Put her on a train. <laughs> Tell me when to pick her up. <laughs> and, and and here's the thing. Mom also knows your capacity because there are going to be times. There are there. I know there have been times where Mom is just like, "Hey, I'm going to come see you this weekend," and I'm thinking to myself, "I ain't got nothing special going." Oh, (laughs) oh, (laughs) she's sick and tired of her daughter. She's blinking her eyes (laughs) through the phone. (laughs) Right? (laughs) She's blinking twice. Oh, okay. Yeah, just tell me when to pick you up. (laughs) Tell me when to pick you up. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely. So to me, that that's also the bottom line. In knowing your yeah. capacity, you also know when to ask for help because it really yes. does take a village, a family village to raise yeah. the matriarch, the patriarch of the family that's good. Um, in order to make sure that they, again, that end of life is as great as it absolutely can be for them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and everyone has something to contribute. I love that. The last thing I wrote here before we get to our quick shot is that, you know, I thought about that scripture, um, you know, honor thy father and thy mother. Because I, I kept thinking for some of us, uh, you know, the, the relationship is strained and you're just thinking, I don't have a reason to want to even consider or be a part of this, you know, that season. And one of the things that um, one of my therapists always said is he says, sometimes you honor your parents simply for their DNA. Yeah. because yeah. if you didn't have that, you wouldn't be here, <laughs> right? Man, and so sometimes you're healing through all the other stuff that they did or didn't do. Just honor them for the DNA that allowed you to have life, <laughs> so now you can do it better, right? Right. Because if it weren't for them, you wouldn't even be here. And so, you know, sometimes to get to that bottom line is knowing that you can ask for help, everyone contributes, and find even that nugget of honor, mm-hmm. that I think, that helped kind of push you through it. So Man. that's been good. I love it. You ready for I the quick it. shot? Yeah, let's let's
1: I'm ready for the quick shot. Mine did not come from Twitter, did not come from any social media whatsoever. It came from the side table, the the, the bills table of my home. I remember last time mom <laughs> was here, she was looking at my thermostat. And she said, how does it work? I said, well, the instructions are in that envelope. Uh, that, that's, that has SDG&E, San Diego Gas and Electric, but the instructions are only written for the one that pays that bill. And she said, right. oh, okay, I'll, I'll sit down. <laughs> I'll sit down. I was like, yeah. That's right.
0: That's right. It's a special <laughs> language. Yeah, that's right, right. If you don't pay the bills,
1: you're not the parent. If you so, don't pay the bills, you're not the parent. do not have feel so there. good? It feels and, so and, uh, oh, listen, let me good. Oh, Oh, I got more. I got more. I was like, hey, mom, you want, you want to watch this movie? Like, yeah. She came over. I said, hey, grab that remote right there and bring it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, she was like, Nikki, I will Nikki, not. No, 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 Nikki, Nikki. It, it was in an arm length away from me. It don't right. matter. <laughs> like, and Ma, you, and your eyes you... are just glistening. You're just smiling. Said, like... Uh uh, what you want to eat? Oh, you know, can we just get something from that restaurant we passed? I said you got some restaurant money. Uh, okay. no no, I asked you what you want to eat. I meant go look in the refrigerator tell me what's Tuna it it fish. you want to eat. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: That's right. Get that kid. Right, right, right. So those th- th-
1: those were those were good moments. Those oh, are those so are great moments for me.
0: Funny. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, so when I was kind of unpacking the quick shot, I said I'll stay in the vein of, of cues that our parents um, are in need of. And we'll go with kind of the three phases. Is this a situation where they need parenting? Is this a situation where they need coaching? Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> or is this
0: a situation where they need advisement? Oh, Lord. Okay. 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 Uh, so so I'm going to throw a couple of scenarios and you can determine you know, if you think it's one of the three of those. All right. So first one. When your parents forget that they are watching rated R or TV mature content in front of their grandkids.
1: Oh, Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> These they are need real life parents. scenarios. These are
1: real life scenarios. <laughs> they need life. parenting. That's parenting right there. Because listen,
0: <laughs> oh,
1: the way Nana has shaped my nephew's mind <laughs> and it, life, it, oh, it's scary sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, no. That's that is absolutely parenting. That's like, don't, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm,
0: and they have that moment. They're like, "Wait, how do you get?" And you're like, it right, doesn't right, matter." Right, it doesn't. That's Game of Thrones. That is Game right, of Thrones. Right, <laughs> right, it doesn't matter.
1: Do that, you see Cinemax? that makes me blush? It says right? Cinemax. It says Cinemax. Sin. No,
0: <laughs> no. Oh, okay, here's another one. When your parents have had several fender benders in one month, maybe they ran up on the curb, hit the side of the house, and they refused to surrender the car keys. <laughs>
1: that, that's uh, that's advising, and that okay. advisement is: I advise you not to drive ever again. That's, that's advisement. Uh, no, yeah, that's, that's parenting. A, that's a... I'm
0: like giving them keys. Right. Give them keys. <laughs> it's a wreck. <rat. laughs> okay, I'm finna right. call. What what's the name of that service? The oh, the elderly service that takes you everywhere. Oh, <laughs> That white bus. You're finna, get on, you're finna get on that little white minivan and schedule your... <laughs> like, schedule no. your outings. <laughs> Listen, you, you know, Grandpa, he hit the side of the house so many times oh and God. he ran up on the curb. <laughs> oh, I said, Lord. Mom, you didn't get his key. She was like, no. Oh, <laughs> was like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, when your parents are living with you and you're the adult child and they ate the last of your favorite food item, like, you know, drank the last of the soda, ate the last of your fan. They know it's your favorite, and they finished it. That's a phase that I'm going to call foster care, because it's time for you to live someplace else. <laughs> listen,
1: listen, listen.
0: Adoption. <laughs> listen, listen. That's that phase. That's the same. that phase. I remember dad used to be on fire. Oh, man. When we would drink his soda or we would eat his nutter butter or his last something. Oh, man. He'd be, I mean, on fire. And he'd be going up and they ate that. And that's why I can't (laughs) have (laughs) nothing. I'd hear him upstairs fussing with mom because she would be like, the food is for everyone. No. Damn, (laughs) that food is mine. You'd be like, father. Yeah. We'll we'll bleep the cursing out. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. um, Another one. When your living parents only watch one or two TV programs, but they will only watch it on the main family TV. Oh, my gosh. That's. Like they have a TV in their room.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Oh Jesus! I'm, I I may have to pull from every phase to get to work through this <laughs> issue. <laughs>
0: Gun smoke, you know what? A, what is what did Grandma used to watch? The soap operas. And be like,
1: that, uh, mm, you like, nobody be wants to watch that. That's parenting because I got to remind them I pay the cable bill. That's a little bit of coaching because I got to remind them that this is my house and you have a TV in your room. And that's a little (laughs) bit of advisement because it's like, now I'm warning you, I don't want to have to talk about this again. I don't want to have to talk about I don't want to have to have this conversation again. So I'm advising you to hear (laughs) what thus saith the Lord in the two first phases.
0: (laughs) For your survival. Right. Oh, Jesus. Uh, all right. Let's do maybe one or two more. Okay. Well, this one. Oh God. When your parents are offended at your recommendation that they air quotes, try to use the bathroom before leaving any location. <laughs> 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 they offended. What do you mean? That's, to me, that's,
1: that's coaching. Like That's coaching because, <laughs> because they're not going to allow me to parent them there, right? Because so <laughs> the, the, at end of life, the last thing you can control is your bladder. Once that right? goes, it's over. So they're going to try to exercise control. I'm not finna fight them. I'm not finna get in that power struggle. So that's coaching. That's going to be like, listen, you know what uh, happened last time. Together. <laughs> right?
0: Let's all go together. <laughs> that's just... Come on, <laughs> we can do this. We can do this. Every, Let's every come. location, every location. Be we like,
1: where's the restroom when we walk <laughs> or, in? you know, and I, it might be a little advisement because, listen, I'm only going to coach, but so far after that, I'll be like, use the <laughs> bathroom or wear these, Depends. And I'm right. gonna hold them in the package.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna show them the package. <laughs> Use the bathroom or wear these, depends. Like, you, this uh, is because what's not gonna happen is I'm not gonna stop. Yeah, I'm not gonna, ruin my <laughs> car. Not gonna That's stop. What you're not gonna do <laughs> right.
0: You're not finna ruin a car. We're not stopping. I love it. And you cough too much not to have some water. So. Right. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. All right. Maybe two more. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is good. When the grandchildren start to snitch on the grandparents, example, the grandpa that buys another set of tools that he's been forbidden from buying. <laughs> Wait. thats Keep in mind, that's our parent. That's our that's, parent that's with our, our kids. Pa- yeah. <laughs> that That's
1: parenting because, yeah. That, that,
0: <laughs> I told you not to buy that. I told you. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I think, that's what, I think that's what our parents have lost, lost their edge, because I never snitched on Grandpa when he was mm-hmm. stopping getting McDonald's and junk food, and he know he wasn't supposed to have it, because he was like, you want something? I'm like, you know I do. <laughs> so, right. It's our secret. <laughs> ain't nobody, <laughs> this dies with me. <laughs> like, right. Ain't nobody going to know Grandpa. <laughs> listen,
1: by you biting in this chicken nugget, you are entering to a contract, <laughs> right. an right. unspoken contract. <laughs> you keep your mouth closed,
0: I'll keep your mouth full. <laughs> All right, this will be the last one. And I again, let me not just just we've all been there, I think, as your parents get older. When your parents air quotes forget to take a shower mm. or change the outfit that they've worn, you know, maybe two or three days in a row. Mm. <laughs> you haven't if you haven't experienced it, trust me. I'm gonna say that's
1: advisement. And and this is the reason <laughs> why. I don't wanna be too involved in that process. <laughs> So I'm gonna stay in the advisement process
0: so because if reason. I do more,
1: if I do more than advise, I'm gonna move to coach, and if I have to do more than coach, and I'm gonna move to parenting, and uh,
0: yeah. I don't want to help you. Clean I don't want to help.
1: I <laughs> want to help. So I'm gonna stay in advisement in this one. Listen.
0: Oh God.
1: When I start to wear this gas mask around the house. <laughs> When I start to talk to you on only through text, oh <laughs> like, god,
0: oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> and listen, to be fair, we already talked about getting ready for bed versus going to bed. I know that sometimes those things are mm. challenging, but I have had full-on conversations where I was like, "And you know, I've got a, a you know a middle school boy, which y'all right. know, middle school <laughs> they they still they're getting into the stinkiness because their bodies right. are changing, and they right. still don't quite want to." you know, practice hygiene. Yeah. So I was like, I don't have the patience for both of y'all. <laughs> both of y'all can't stay. <laughs> you got to take turns.
1: Nana, Monday, Wednesday.
0: <laughs> Malachi, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> y'all going to get in this tub and <laughs> but, baptize your booty. <laughs> but at least three times a week, y'all going to shower. <laughs> Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, you better shower God. on the Lord's Day. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I love it. So, all right, I know we're running a little long. So, Bro, Bro, what you have for the final blow? <laughs> it's so
1: interesting and it's just the way this conversation goes uh that we've used that word honor so many times and we know it to kind of stem from what we've you know read in the bible that uh exodus peace honor thy mother and father that the days that your days may be long in the land that god is giving you the funny thing about honor right is honor looks at the entire span of the experience the encounter the relationship with our parents so were your parents you know were our parents were your parents perfect absolutely not but what honor does is look at the entire expansion of the life and simply be able to say was god able to work through this person mother this person father and make me better right? It's that because it was never about their perfection. Dad was not perfect, but am I better having had him as my father? Yes. Mom is not perfect, but am I better having had her as my mother? Yes. That is why I honor because their existence in my life made me better. So then when I even look at what God is saying there, honor your mother and your father. Why? Because they made you better. And watch this. Your days will be long in the land I'm giving you. Now, I I, I want to make sure that, that that makes sense. Your days will be long in the land God is giving you. Not that he has given you. Because if all I do is look at my parents as a memorial, then I might not be able to honor them. But if I look at my parents as a progression of who they are through me and what greatness they brought out of me, that's the is. So honoring our parents is a forward-thinking thing. Therefore, this end of life cycle, this moment where we say now the child becomes the parent, it's also got to be a forward thinking. Remember, we talked a lot Mm -hmm. about the mindset, the forward thinking. Honor, honoring our parents is forward thinking. It wasn't about perfection; it was about you really brought out what did you produce, what did God allow you to produce in me as a result of my experience in you. So, I want to just kind of sketch out of uh 30 seconds for those who may be looking at your parents and saying but my mom wasn't there my dad wasn't there my mom used drugs my dad was had uh spent time in prison how do how do i honor that my my resolve my answer to you is is Did God allow you to forgive them? Then that's how it made you better. Did God allow you to look at your life and say, I'm not going to go that route? Then that's what made you better. Did God allow you to become a better parent because of what your experience was with them? Then that's what allowed you to be better, which means you still have room to find honor in them, find love for them, find peace in that relationship. Find forgiveness so that you can be better because at some point at that at that cycle comes full circle who you allowed yourself to be and hopefully it's better and not bitter will then allow a better a relationship with who your child is going to be when you're going to need to be parented as well. So honor it's such a forward progression cycle that we got to do it regardless of how imperfect our parents were. Still honor them still absolutely honor them because your days your days to come and the places where god is going to put you they're going to be blessed when you give honor uh to your parents no matter what and and that's that would definitely be my my final thought here hopefully in the conversation that is uh honor your parents honor your parents
0: i love it wonderful final blow so with that, we've come to the end of the episode. As always, we thank you guys so much for joining us. Please help us build the Savage Siblings community. Like, share, comment, rate, subscribe. All that. Send this to your favorite Savage sibling. Perhaps you have a because I told you so moment <laughs> that you want right. to share regarding your parents. Or maybe you have thoughts Someone, you know, children become the parents that you want to share. Or maybe there's an episode topic you think we should tackle. Share that with us. Let us know. We're interested in hear, hearing from you. Huge shout out to our amazing team of people that make all of this possible. Yeah. Dwayne McClendon, Kyle Davis, our sound editors and post production supervisors, Ronnie Maxwell of Maxwell, Maxwell music, music, our music producer, Keith Cross of K Cross Photography for all the amazing photos. And huge shout out to my niece, Daniella, designing our website, and just so many other people that have just Come been on, encouraging baby girl. us. And pushing us forward. And of course, we honor our parents, Gene and Dolores Evans, for your DNA and all the funny life lessons that we get to exploit here. (laughs) And of course, last but not least, the listeners. So glad you're always here. Please go and have a wonderful day. And remember, don't go through life alone. We'll see you next time. Peace.